0: G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. Darren Mitchell here, host of the show, and uh, trust you've had a phenomenal weekend, a restful weekend, a re-energizing weekend, and hopefully ready for a big, big week in sales and in leadership this week, taking advantage of all the opportunities that are no doubt going to be presented to you, some of which you may not even recognize yet, but I guarantee they will be there. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about getting prepared for that. So just as a uh, as a side note, today being the 31st of May, last day in the month of May, first day of the working week, and here in the Macedon Ranges, probably one of the coldest days so far this year. I was out walking this morning as I normally do, and this today, for the first time this year, in fact, I was wearing the old gloves covering the old hands because um, it was freezing, freezing cold. So uh, I think it was about one degree Celsius, but it felt like... Minus five, according to my app, but nonetheless, beautiful, beautiful sunshine. Not a cloud in the sky, not a breath of wind. It was just freezing cold. So, uh, but this is what we're getting into. We're about to enter, uh, actually, tomorrow, we're about to enter the first day of winter, first of June 2021. So, before we get into today's episode, a couple of quick reminders. First of all, if you haven't yet subscribed or followed the podcast on your specific platform you're listening to this podcast episode on, please press subscribe or follow. That will enable me to let you know when new episodes are up and ready to be digested and listened to. And of course, if you can also do me a massive favor and rate the show as well, and even leave a comment on what some of the key outtakes, key things you're enjoying or not uh, from the podcast, that will be greatly appreciated. But it also enables other people who are just like you looking for information. And tips, techniques, and strategies around sales and sales leadership to more easily find the show on the various platforms because that's what we're all about, trying to get as much information out to as many sales leaders and potential sales leaders as possible to lift the whole caliber of the sales leadership industry. And if I can play a small part in that, then I'm very, very happy indeed. So in today's episode, I want to talk about preparation and how important preparation is in relation to exceptional performance. In fact, preparation is key to exceptional performance. Now, if you look at all exceptional performers, They have one thing in common, irrespective of whether it's business, sport, government, entertainment, anything else. They are meticulous in their preparation, almost to the point of some people would look at them and say, they are anal in terms of their preparation. They leave no stone unturned. They've got to make sure every single I is dotted and every single T is crossed. But it gives them confidence that when it's time to perform on the real stage, they have done the work. They've invested in their technique. They've got feedback. They know what works, what doesn't work. And so when they're ready to perform on that big stage, they can just pull the trigger, execute, and do it with confidence and certainty. So I do want to use a couple of examples from professional sport and also bring this back to relevance for us as sales people and also sales leaders. Now, one of the things you may not know about me if you've been following the podcast for a while is I used to be a golf nut. I used to be a self-confessed, almost a golf addict. And uh, I must also confess that I haven't played golf since the 10th of December 2008. So that'll be 13 years this December. Now there's a whole host of reasons for that. uh, One of which, having kids, uh, moving to the country, no time, etc., etc., excuse, excuse, excuse. But when I used to play golf, not only did I play competition on the weekend, but I would make sure I had time during the week to practice. And this is where preparation becomes really important. If I didn't get a practice in on a Thursday afternoon or a Friday afternoon before a Saturday competition or a Sunday competition, then I wouldn't be confident in what I'm about to do. Now this is, now I'm by no means a professional golfer in any stretch of the imagination. I got down to I think my lowest handicap was about 9.7. So for all intents and purposes, pretty, pretty good golfer. But as I said, haven't played golf for nearly 13 years. But what's interesting about golf, and I used to play with a lot, of, a lot of players who were off scratch, and scratch is basically a zero, so they were nearly good enough to turn professional. Uh, they, they practice, I thought I practiced a lot, they practice like 10 times more than I did. Now obviously they had the time to do that, and certainly professional golfers spend hours upon hours upon hours upon hours practicing their craft. And this is what I want to bring out today in terms of the importance of preparation and why it's a key to exceptional performance because professional golfers, as an example, will prepare physically and mentally so that when they find themselves having to sink a putt, a four-foot putt, for example, for victory, whether it be the local uh, championship at their local club or PGA Championship or at the highest level, a Masters, a US Masters, for example, they've got the confidence to perform in that particular moment because they have the confidence in their preparation. Now, being in corporate and being a sales leader and in uh, in the sales game, have had the opportunity over my career to play in a lot of golf tournaments in corporate golf days, and I absolutely love them. Not only did you get to spend time away from the office, away from the environment, the normal business environment with key customers and key partners, but also had the privilege of meeting some really, uh, really sensational people in terms of golf professionals. And what was really interesting is the amount of time they devote to their craft. And when I'm talking at time, they are full-time, full-time professional golfers. So it's not unusual for them to spend hours at a time practicing a 10-foot putt or a 5-foot putt or practicing getting out of bunkers. They will practice the same shot over and over and over and over again to the point where they develop muscle memory. And this is the key thing around meticulous preparation to the point where when they're in the heat of the moment, when they're in the tournament, when the pressure is on and they're expected to pull the trigger, and deliver at that particular moment, they've got the muscle memory and the confidence that they've actually practiced this shot hundreds, if not thousands of times before. And what's always staggering, and I, when I was younger, I got a chance to go and watch uh, professional golfers like Greg Norman and Bob Shearer and the others back in the uh, 80s and 90s at Royal Melbourne and some of the other courses down here in Melbourne. And I remember being absolutely in awe as to how they struck the ball, how they parted, how they engaged with the crowd, and, and just how they went about it. And I didn't fully understand until years later at the amount of preparation and planning that goes into them being able to week in and week out play a professional sport such as professional golf, which even in by today's standards back then there was high pressure stakes because if they didn't do well, apart from having some sponsorships that might have paid for their uh, golf clubs and maybe the hotels and airfares and stuff, if they didn't do well, they didn't get paid. And so the pressure on them to perform each and every week whether the Australian tour, the Australasian tour, or in fact the US tour or the European tour was huge, which meant they had to prepare, prepare, prepare. And so same thing with tennis players, professional tennis players, Um, they're no different. So if you've been to the Australian Open or watched the Australian Open or any tennis on, on TV, these professional tennis players make it look so easy. And so they again have to practice and practice and practice. And what a lot of people don't realize is the amount of time they spend away from the court practicing technique, whether it be physically or mentally, Time in the gym, time doing cardio, getting themselves physically and mentally prepared, so that when they are faced with a championship point, they execute with confidence and they execute with certainty, knowing that they've done the work. Now, I, I want to draw a parallel here because it's easy to look at sports people and say, "Oh, they're they're great." I'd love to, I'd love to be them. They get to fly around the world and and be sponsored by these great brands and and be uh, be Instagram influencers and all the things that go with that. But a lot of people don't necessarily understand the amount of work that goes into being a professional sports person. And I want to bring this back to why is why is this any different for sales and certainly sales leadership? Because I am still staggered today, having been in the industry for 20 plus years, how many people, how many salespeople in particular, but also sales leaders who simply wing it and leave it to chance when it comes to the key and core sales and sales leadership disciplines. Now, I was having a conversation with a potential client last week, and we're talking about preparation for a sales call for for this particular leader. And what was really intriguing is that most sales calls that she goes to with her team, their sales people are not necessarily preparing. They don't do a sales call plan. A lot of them just simply wing it in terms of, I'm just gonna build the relationship, or we've got maybe one core outcome we're looking for, but it's to actually develop an opportunity or to try and sell a particular product. So no real science goes into it and no real planning or preparation goes into it. And is there any wonder that this particular sales leader is not seeing her team get the results that she ideally would like them to get because there's no planning being put in place? Now, I must say that being in the sales coaching industry in this this particular industry around leadership and and exceptional performance, we can sometimes take some of the planning templates or the strategies or tactics and some of the concepts for granted because... Often when we think about these as being really, really simple, they're often really, really simple for a reason, because they work, but also they're easy to overlook as well. So when I'm talking to teams and when I'm talking to potential sales leaders and potential sales leadership clients, and we're talking about planning for a sales call, for example, or simple things like planning for a meeting, often people look at me like, What I've just shared with him is a cure for one of the most insidious diseases on the planet. And I can take that for granted, but I recognize that for some people, because they haven't got the background, because they haven't done the work, because they haven't done the preparation, sometimes the simplest things are also the simplest things to overlook. And this is why, particularly in sales and sales leadership, it is absolutely critical to do our preparation. And so when it comes to sales calls, when it comes to pitching opportunity, when it comes to even prospecting calls, We've got, to, we've got to do the preparation. We've got to build the muscle around giving ourselves confidence, building the technique to the point where when we're in the heat of the moment, when we're having the conversation, when we're doing the sales call, when we're doing the pitch, it's not like we're rehearsing in front of the live customer. We've already done the work and that will give us a level of confidence, but will also start to develop a level of competence to the point where when we are in the heat of that moment... We can execute with excellence, and that's the whole whole thing. Not leaving it to chance and certainly not trying to wing it as we go through a particular conversation. Because remember, as John Wooden used to say, when the door of opportunity knocks, it's too late to do the preparation. We need to be prepared first. So as a sales leader, given that we're at the beginning of the new working week and tomorrow is the first day of a brand new month, we need to become the professional. We need to show the way. Be meticulous in your preparation. Consider all the scenarios, identify the alternatives and then execute with confidence, knowing that you've done the work. Now this goes for your sales planning, goes for your account planning, goes for your sales calls, goes for your meetings, goes for your coaching calls, goes for your mentoring sessions, everything in between. Because if you do the meticulous planning, you'll give yourself every opportunity of hitting an outcome that hopefully is consistent with what you've set for yourself as an outcome. Now, you may not necessarily, one thing I can't guarantee is I cannot guarantee you'll get the ultimate success. So, you may not achieve your ultimate outcome. But here's what I can guarantee that if you continue to prepare and if you continue to focus on your preparation, often when nobody is looking, then I can guarantee you'll make progress and you'll learn some valuable lessons on the way. And the more you do that, the more momentum you're going to build. And I guarantee you, at some point, there's going to be an inflection point where everything just clicks. And you will start getting some amazing results and that will lead you to being an exceptional sales leader leading a team of exceptional salespeople, and delivering some sensational and exceptional results so i trust that message resonates and is of value to you and your sales team as a key reminder before we close off for this particular episode if you are committed to taking your sales leadership to that exceptional level then let's work together and let me help you do exactly that over the next 90 days or less. Simply jump onto my calendar at leadwithdarren.com. Pick a time that suits. We'll jump on a Zoom call, have a conversation about what that looks like in terms of the program for you and get started as early as this week on your way to being that exceptional sales leader. So I am looking for that next ideal client. If that's you and if you're committed and if you're ready to go, then let's jump on a call and let's make it happen as early as this week. So with that said... Really, really appreciate you plugging into the podcast. I hope I'm continuing to deliver value and I look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com, and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.